All right, welcome back to the Lymphic Coaching Podcast. We're talking about the calories you don't know you are eating, how they can sneak into our diet, into our everyday life really easily. And so, man, this is going to be an interesting topic. See where we go with this. We're just kind of doing this off the cuff and just seeing where we go with it. So let's jump in. Alright, I'm here with Matt D and man, we are talking about calories that can sneak in. Uh, they can sneak in from a lot of different places and we want to say first, like calories are not a bad thing. Like we all need calories to subsist, we all need calories to function and perform, especially if you're trying to live an active lifestyle, get stronger, uh, be more athletic, perform well, look better, feel better, build some muscle, whatever that is, um, you do need to eat. Um, and so, but as we work with clients to help them get leaner, as we work with athletes to help them get leaner and better perform better for their sport, sometimes those calories can sneak in once they become excess calories or sort of empty calories that aren't really helping them benefit, uh, where they want to go. So, uh, right off the top of your head, like what kind of stuff can sneak in really easily and where? Yeah, I think, uh, like all the snack foods that you will like underestimate how much you're actually eating. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, whether that's, um, like potato chips or, um, you know, you just, there's like a little snack lunch bar at work, maybe one day, you just, you know, grab a couple extra pieces of whatever it is. And, um, all those things add up and we don't necessarily think about like, Oh, how much did I actually eat? Um, if we're like snacking throughout the day, um, cause when we're going through, we're thinking like, Oh, this is what I had for breakfast. This is what I had for lunch. Um, but if you're kind of snacking in between there, you're not really thinking about and processing what you're eating, then all those snack things can kind of add up really quickly. So yeah, for sure, those snacks. So let's, I mean, let's go a little deeper on that. Snack foods. Uh, this can be anything from uh, you know the bag of chips that you get with have it with or without a meal, um, or like say like a protein bar or granola bar. Um, trail mix, you know, things like that, stuff that you would have in between um, that kind of helps you keep from getting too hangry. Um, <laughs> but when you look at those, like how, how can the calories add up with those kinds of foods? Most of them are going to be really heavy in fat content, mm. um, which isn't really a bad thing. We all need, like you mentioned, we need calories. We also need fats in our diet. Um, but fat is going to be more calorically dense. And so it's going to add up a lot more quickly. Um, like you're not going to feel necessarily super full from a bag of chips or from maybe almonds or something like that necessarily. Um, but they are going to be packed with calories. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's probably one of the major points that we have with this episode is like the first major thing that really helps or makes the calories add up is just processed foods. A lot of these snack foods are pretty processed mm -hmm. and, uh, so like that bag of chips, you know, it might weigh almost nothing. It's just sort of like a crunch in your mouth. But if you eat the whole bag, even if it's just a little individual size, you're getting several hundred calories in a single bag. And that may be the difference of whether you're, you know, losing weight or not. Just a single bag of chips. Because if that's, you know, an extra 300, 400, 500 calories, um, that might be the deficit that you need to lose some inches. So right. it's crazy. Yeah, I think also it's interesting that 
um, like almost everyone um, that's trying to like actually accurately estimate how many calories they're eating will underestimate how many they're eating. And so it's not like this is an abnormal thing to underestimate it. Um, it's really common for calories to sneak into everyone's diet without them really realizing it. So Yeah, we kind of see both spectrums of that. Like we can see uh, people eating more calories than they think they are. You know, whenever we do like a three-day food record or you know anything that, that's going to track their macros in any way, we see they're eating way more than they think they are uh, through foods like we just mentioned. Um, but also, we see many athletes specifically under-eating. They're not eating enough for their performance. Uh, they may be eating a lot of carbs that fill them up, make them feel bloated, but they don't necessarily give them all the complete nutrition they need. Right. So it's kind of interesting. You can go both ways. Um, but yeah, even in the things like a granola bar, you know, you have to look at the nutrition label a little bit to understand. Because, for example, let's let's think of uh, okay, this is a famous one, Nature Valley. Uh, they have these delicious little, you know, crunchy uh, granola bars you can get. Uh, if you look at it, there's usually two servings in a single bar because there's two bars in there. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of trick you You're like, oh, it's not that many calories. I can eat it. I can eat the whole thing. But you just ate two servings. And so if you got to take the calories in there and double it. Um, but the interesting thing with processed food is even if it's like low in fat or low in sugar, one of the, there's these snack foods usually go into one ditch or it's completely disregarded altogether um, of being low fat, which means it's going to be high carb or high sugar to make it taste good still. Or... It's going to be low sugar, which to continue to make it palatable, taste good, they're going to add high fat. So they either make it savory with lots of nuts and stuff, or they make it sweet. Um, and sometimes they just make a combo of both, and it's a calorie bomb, <laughs> um, like a Snickers bar. <laughs> so uh, it's interesting because these things are like engineered to taste so good that literally it will cause a dopamine response, like a feel-good response. In your brain and that sort of inhibits your hunger sensation uh, your fullness sensation actually so that keeps you from feeling full for longer and so you just keep eating it you know we, we've like joke about like how often do you uh, eat a single chip is that even possible <laughs> no it's not. it's not possible oh man they're called chips yeah they're called chips yeah <laughs> yeah but you mentioned fat okay so Fat is really common in, um, it's really, it's, it's the most calorie-dense macronutrients, nine calories per gram, it's heavy. So, and then if you compare that to protein and carbohydrates, those are four calories per gram piece. Um, protein's more filling than carbohydrates because it's got a little bit denser structure. Um, but fats have the most calories per gram. That's why a portion size of fats is only about a tablespoon or the size of your thumb. Uh, while uh, carb or carb is like the whole handful of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, man, where do fats come into our food? How do we, how can we accidentally get excessive fats to make our calories increase really quick? Yeah. Even, uh, besides like the snacks and maybe some of those processed foods that we've talked about, um, couple things I think about and we talked about was like creamy sauces that people might add mm-hmm. um, I would even we've talked about this before on the podcast but um, coffees so if you're adding milk or different fats cream. Um, cream to your coffee that can also be a place um, a lot of things that 
when you're cooking, you just want to make it a little extra rich. So um, are going to have fats in them. Like you said, they're they're really um, palatable. Um, that's what gives a lot of food its flavors, all the fats. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. There's yeah. A lot of places. Yeah. I mean, like, it, and it happens all the time. There's even like places in the world where like it doesn't taste good unless you fry it. You know, <laughs> you know, it should be oily. You should have like you should have oil on your hands or. Uh, like a like a curry should have a layer of oil on top of it. That means it tastes good. Not necessarily true, guys. <laughs> it can taste good without it. Too. It can taste good without it. Yeah. Uh, but because yeah, so because a, a portion of fats adds up so quick, just adding you know an extra little spoon of oil that's significantly increasing the calories in a single serving. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, def- definitely like and I remember. Uh, there was one time I went to a subway and I was, I was in line, I was waiting patiently. I was going to order a sandwich, you know, and then a guy in front of me, uh, was up there and he, he got a sandwich, made his order. And then, you know, they had that next section in line where they have all the toppings and then they get to the sauces and, uh, they're like, what sauces would you like? And, uh, he said, all sauces. And I was sitting there like blown away. I was like, all sauces. There's like eight sauces there. <laughs> you know and many of them creamy and then all this stuff so like there might have been more calories in the sauces on his sandwich than the rest of the entire sandwich (laughs) that doesn't even sound good (laughs) (laughs) of all the things you could do that is wow that's out there just searching for flavor i guess guess um but yeah so that yeah those sauces really add up but even just nuts or nut butters i mean i think back to the college days you know whenever you know a a staple of my uh pantry in in my room there in college was a big jar of peanut butter and uh you know like i said before a serving of fats which nuts are very dense with fats they have more fats than any other macronutrient a serving of nuts about the size of your thumb or tablespoon that's only like 10 to 12 nuts whole nuts mm-hmm. uh, so a spoon of peanut butter a tablespoon it's a lot smaller than you think it is and i remember just getting these massive spoonfuls probably like four or five tablespoons worth and i would just kind of you know try to slowly eat it as i was working on something you know like and so that is a, a bunch of calories right there and so if you're a peanut butter lover that be careful with how much peanut butter you put on if you're trying to lean down a little bit yeah, I think uh, that made me think of one of, the, one of the other common places that people will add calories is after dinner, like late at night. Um, it can be easy to, you know, just like, oh, let me just get a little bit of dessert or a little bit more food before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a really common place that people just add in extra things. And so, mm-hmm. and whether that is a spoonful of peanut butter or, you know, which isn't like the, the most unhealthy choice you could make there, that's, you know, decent yeah um but whether it's that or it's you know ice cream or something else um those late night calories can sneak in there pretty easily yeah yeah i mean that's that's whenever that's good to to think about that it's like if you tend to be a snacker late at night um that's something to take into consideration there's a lot that can go into that like why are you snacking late at night is it because you're not eating enough during the day and your body's trying to tell you something you didn't eat enough for dinner um or are you just staying up too late you know, are you not getting enough sleep or are you stressed and you're turning to food to relieve your stress or cope with your stress in some way? Uh, 
So, I mean, there's a lot of things that can go into that, but if you can reduce the late night snacking um, and even sort of like intentionally uh, try to stop eating 12 hours from the time you got up. So like if you got up at seven o'clock in the morning, you know, try to have your dinner by 7 p.m. and choose not to eat the rest of the the night. If you get a little hungry, that's okay. We can live with a little hunger and fall asleep and eat breakfast the next morning. Mm -hmm. So... Um, and that's that takes some discipline that also help make, makes you have to consider your motivations uh, with eating. You know, are you just used to eating while you do your late night activity, snacking on something, you're watching a movie, so you have to have popcorn <laughs> um, kind of thing? Or like, and where are your attachments to food in the evening? Right. Yeah. So uh, we can talk about some of the practical things because I don't think none. Of, I don't think any of these things are necessarily um, bad in and of themselves. Like if we want to have popcorn with a movie every once in a while or do these things. They're not really bad, but we just want to take the next step of like, okay, how can we reach our goals quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, whenever we are wanting to. So what are some things that you want to see, like somebody take that first step, first practical step? Yeah, I mean, uh, you probably like assume some of the goal or some of the tips that we would give as we've been talking through this. Uh, but whenever we mentioned like the processed foods, the, the snacky stuff, the stuff that's got extra added sugar or sweet things in it, stuff that just makes it addictive, uh, or it's highly processed, so it doesn't necessarily fill you up that much. It just goes straight through. It's, it goes straight, straight down, super easy. Uh, really the main practical tip with that is just choose the less processed, the least processed foods that you can think of. If you want to, um, have a granola bar, look up your own recipe so you know what goes into it, you know? And so you can try to make uh, your own healthy own recipe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or consider other snacks or whole food snacks you can take with you, like a whole piece of fruit, something like that. Um, or consider, you know, um, what other healthy snacks you can bring with you or just having slightly larger meals so you don't get hangry in between. Right. One, uh, <clears throat> one other question I had um, from earlier, we kind of talked about, you know, some snacks may be a little more fat oriented, some may be like more carb oriented. Um, so for somebody that, you know, maybe they don't want the fruit, maybe that's just not something that they enjoy um, or they're, you know, they're just trying to choose like one of them mm-hmm. to try to start making some better progress. Which one of those would you um, lean toward? Um, if someone had to choose between a fat, more fat or more carb? Uh, it kind of depends on the person. If you're someone that has a pretty big appetite, um, I would definitely consider um, having some nuts, like raw nuts, um, like say like almonds or something like that in between. Find a nut that you like um, and like no more than like a small handful. Uh, let that be something that gets you through to the next meal, just a little snack. And whenever you have the snack, drink a, a lot of water also because you might be feeling hungry just because you're dehydrated as well. If you're someone who tends to have a sweet tooth and you just need to have that kind of sweetness throughout your day, uh, you're trying to deal with your sweet cravings, um, then that's when I would encourage a piece of fruit because it's something that's got some natural sweetness to it. It's not as intense as you might usually like if you're like a candy lover, but it is a little bit of sweetness that can satisfy that sweet tooth a little bit and again drinking some water with it so that you're just not hungry and so whenever you're not hungry usually that craving will decrease so those are just a a couple of practical ways to approach that 
Uh, you want to have, and if you really enjoy uh, vegetables in any way, um, maybe you know, I've known people that enjoy carrying some carrots with them, um, or uh, even like a bell pepper capsicum. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's different varieties like the yellow, orange, and red that have some natural sweetness to them. They're pretty good to have, and so it's like some vegetables you can crunch on. And I know you're probably like. Come on, Caleb. What are you thinking? Carry vegetables with me for a snack? Who does that? You know, maybe I'm the crazy guy here. I've done that before, but I'm not the only one. Okay, I've had other people that have voluntarily said it without my suggestion. <laughs> so, uh, but those are a few ideas. Um, but the common thread is like drinking water, uh, so that you're not getting too like if you're filling your body and getting staying hydrated throughout the day, you're not going to be quite as hungry between meals if you're eating enough during your meal times. Yeah, and those like vegetables and fruits are gonna help with your hydration also mm-hmm. compared to other foods. So yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, uh, I guess one last suggestion: if you're trying to get some extra protein, um, then you might consider a, like a low sodium, low sugar uh, jerky. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a dense protein that doesn't really spoil. It can stay in a bag and everything. Um, so that can be something that helps get you through. Um, and for like big athletes who just have to have crazy high protein consumption, then you might consider having a supplement in between your meals to make sure you're eating enough protein throughout the day. So those are the main tips just regarding sort of the switching from processed to unprocessed. What about the sauces? What tips can we have with sauces? I think uh, it just starts really with knowing what you're putting in and how much you're putting in. Hmm. Like you mentioned earlier, if you're adding, you know, just a little bit of oil that can be a big difference to a sauce. And so um, whether you're like following a recipe or um, you know just experimenting on your own, just being really aware of how much you're actually putting in and how much you're actually planning to eat of mm-hmm. that um, is just a big one. Um, so yeah, just being aware is the first step. Mm-hmm. And uh, just being willing to reduce and adapt the amount of sauce, like how often you have sauces. And there are a lot of great foods that you don't even need a sauce for at all. Um, and so if that's an area that you think that is difficult or, you know, if you have a sauce, you're just going to really go crazy with it, then, you know, maybe just have meals like that less often. That way, so when you do have it, you can enjoy it the way you want to. Um, but you can also still make strides toward your goals. So Yeah, those are good tips. Yeah. Learn about the sauces you have. If you're, uh, if you le- absolutely love ranch dressing, that's one of the heaviest creamy dressings. Anything that's like white and creamy, super heavy in calories. And so consider the more runny sauces, ones that uh, like a vinaigrette, you know, something like that, where it's it's not so thick. Because when it's thick, you know, there's a lot more to it than mm-hmm. just the watery ingredients. Um, so, and then thinking through the the late night eating, uh, the, the snacking later in the day, what tips can we have with that? I already mentioned sort of like seeing if you can sort of uh, be okay with not eating anything after dinner, um, but how else can we limit the late night snacks? Yeah, um, well, one thing I would say first is if you are someone that you know does stay up later and gets hungry before you go to bed and that's just kind of how your schedule is and how you think it's gonna be, um, maybe you are someone that won't eat breakfast um, you'll start eating um, later and then maybe you will eat after dinner. And so you can just move your calories to a different time of the day. Mm. Um, so that's one option um, because 
when we're reaching our fitness goals, it's, it's about calories in versus calories out. It doesn't really matter when we get those calories um, as much. Um, it does matter for certain things and certain people, but um, that's one thing that I would mention. And uh, yeah, just being able to like substitute those fruits and vegetables or just make a slightly healthier choice if you're going to have those late night snacks. Mm. Um, or even like you mentioned, um, going to bed earlier. Maybe you're just staying up too late, so you're getting hungry again, um, but you don't really need to eat because um, you've had enough. Um, you're just staying up too late, and your body said, oh, I'm still awake. We should eat again. Yeah, yeah. That, I, like the, I like what you said in that last part because our body does go in sort of hunger cycles, like a hormone cycle. If you're staying up too late all the time, of course you're going to get hungry again because your body's like, well, it's about that time again. It's been three, four hours since you ate. Let's eat. Mm-hmm. And so that's definitely where you consider like am i staying up too late do i need to sort of wait later till later to have my breakfast or even skip breakfast altogether if i know i'm going to be up late um so that's it's good to consider sort of like what's my sort of eating window it's the best time it's going to keep me from eating too much all day long Mm -hmm. and the cool thing about um those hunger hunger cues and different things is that after your hunger goes up even if you don't eat eventually your hunger will go back down yeah um you won't like I, there's many times that I've gone to bed like oh, I'm a little hungry but I don't need to eat anything. Then I wake up in the morning and I'm not hungry at all. Hmm. Um, you'd think that'd be the opposite. You'd think like oh well, I just slept. I didn't eat anything before. I was already hungry. But that's not how our hormones work. Like they often they regularly go up and down. So mm-hmm. good stuff, man. This is good. I mean, this is. I hope this uh, episode really adds a lot of value to you. Help you understand as you think through what you eat on a day-to-day basis, your normal behaviors, where are the calories adding up? And they really can't add up really easily. But we, we say these things with the intention of helping you be more aware of how you can keep making steps forward towards who you wanna be, and how you wanna function, how you wanna perform moving forward. So thanks for tuning in. Give us some feedback. Give us a rating here on Spotify or on Apple uh, Podcasts. We definitely wanna hear your feedback. What else do you guys wanna hear about? Um, shoot us a message on Instagram, Caleb.Linfit, or even visit the Linfit coaching uh, webpage at linfit.com to shoot us a message. And uh, man, if you want help with this, if you want more coaching with how to handle your nutrition with things like this, then that's something that we love to do. Working 100% online, coaching you through your personal challenges and obstacles for working for the best nutrition solution for you and helping you get consistency in that. So thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you guys on the next one.